if we're talking about refocus, we have to be talking about getting into the Word of God right. on a daily basis, getting that, consuming the Word of God. Right. Prayer, you mentioned it earlier. Seeking the Lord, that is something that has to be part of what we focus on and prioritize in right. 2021. Right. So I think, you know, as far as refocusing, you know, definitely seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, uh, loving God, loving other people, and really working on that, and serving is, is another huge one. This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life, this is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast, Bo McMinn along with Mark, and uh, we are talking about refocusing our year, and one of the things if I'm thinking about as a Christian, you know, refocusing, is just Matthew 6.33, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Absolutely. What are you prioritizing in your life? You right. know, and refocus, refocus. So I think that's the thing that happens. I mean, throughout, we're talking about the beginning of the year, but throughout our life, right. we get distracted, squirrel moments, you know what right. I'm saying? And I think it's really important. There's, I'm thankful for a new year where it helps you to, to recenter, you know, and to refocus when you're, when you change that year over automatically something happens in your mind where you think, all right, now I'm going to start doing things this way. And all right, now I got to really, this year we did this wrong. We need to do this right this right. year. You know what I'm saying? So I think refocus is an excellent thing to think about. Oh yeah. Know? I mean, we have to. And when it says yeah. seek first his kingdom, I think a lot of times there's, it, it seems like a, a nebulous term to me, mm -hmm. like unclear, just, well, kingdom, what, is, what does that mean? Well, part of it is his righteousness. So that would be just doing the right thing would be part of it. Uh, Romans 14 says the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking. It's about righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. That's part of the kingdom. You know, so what am I seeking? I'm seeking to do the right thing. I'm seeking the joy that comes from doing the right thing. I'm seeking the peace, you know, yeah. peace with others and mm -hmm. so on and so forth. And so that that's what I'm that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. And so that he's saying seek it first. Now this is in a context of worry. And he's already told us, hey, don't <laughs> worry. Look at the birds of the air. You guys don't have to worry. You know, look, God takes care of them. And I love it because he talks about the flowers of the field. And he, he says of the flowers of the field, they don't ever labor. They don't spin. And they got to come up from the time a flower first starts coming up and you see the first leaves. The leaves will come out. A stem will come out. Eventually, a flower head will come out. They'll right. eventually bloom in their season. Right. They never have to toll. They never have to spin. They never have to worry about making it happen. I was reminding myself of that just today in praying. It's like, Bill, you never have to... God already knows everything that's going on in your life. Mm. God already knows what you need. You don't have to worry about these things. You don't have to kind of the labor, spin, try to control it, try to manipulate it, try to make it happen. He knows what you need when yeah. you need it. Yeah, and I love that point because when I think of uh, seek first his kingdom or, or the Lord's prayer and may your kingdom come, you know, when I think of that, I'm thinking his rule over my life. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to give you ownership, Lord. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm going to you're going to rule my life right, right now, you know, and that's seek his kingdom and his righteousness. So when I follow his ways, there's going to be right relationships as a result of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Everything's going to turn into right in my life, you know, uh, turn right in my life. That's a hard way to put it. But what I think is a priority too, yeah. you know, it's uh, to me, it's saying, okay, you know, prayer's 
I'm going to do that. I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to put a priority on that because a lot of times I think that we're chasing after stuff. Well, Hey, I got to get things done. I got to work. I got to have this happen. I got to have that happen. Oh yeah, absolutely. I love your, you make a point here that righteousness counts, right? It really does. Right. I mean, when you do things right, I mean, you're, you're pleasing the Lord. I love that in, in your Romans 14, 17, and 18 passage. If you read 18 there, it says, because anyone who serves Christ in this way, righteousness, peace, and joy, is pleasing to God. Right. Anytime I see that in the scriptures, my ears perk up because I want to please God. Right. I know all of us want to please God. And so when it says this pleases God, you should pay attention to that, right? right absolutely. And live your life in righteousness, in right. peace, in joy. How many of us need joy right now? You right. know what I mean? I mean, it's, life is worth living full of joy. And joy doesn't necessarily mean happy. You know what I'm saying? Well, you God, just have a disposition, yeah. right. a disposition right. of, you know what, that's not going to get me down. You know, I, to me, I mean, that's the way I typically like to live. Right. I mean, personally, yeah. I mean, I do mm -hmm. all through the Christmas holidays. It's like, I'm fine. I just had a conversation with my wife the other day. I'm like, I'm just okay. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm okay with things where I'm just happy and I'm happy to do this, happy to do that, happy to do whatever. It doesn't have to be any uh, particular. Honestly, thing. Bill, that's one thing I love about you is you, you, you challenge me to smile. Right. Smile more. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you're just happy. You're you're wanting people around you to be happy, and right. I appreciate that perspective. Right? Because you're fulfilling His kingdom. You're and, fulfilling and, His. You're fulfilling His call for us to operate in kingdom ways. Right. Be joyful. Right. Spread joy. You know. Right. And I think too, it's when you when you think about these things, who wants to be around somebody who you can't trust because yeah. they're they're going to put a knife in your back? All right, yeah. they're not righteous. They don't have peace. They don't have joy. Right. What would you rather be around? You know, I'd oh, rather man. be around somebody who has peace and joy in their life, right? Than than somebody who's grumpy. And I think there's too much grumpiness out there. I mean, I just you and I were just talking about. It. I mean, you I can't put up a simple post. Just that, hey, we, we believe in law and order without people turning into fighting about 10 different other things yeah. that I'm not even talking about. And all right. of a sudden dragging me into it. Oh, I guess you don't agree with it. Of course I agree with morality. Of course yeah. I agree with righteousness. I'm just, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you stop at stop signs and stop at traffic lights and yield at yield signs and listen to police officers when they give you commands. It's law and order. Yep. You don't steal from people. You don't burn right. them out. It's law and order. Yeah. That's the, yeah, I do believe in that. I'm not saying I agree with everything the government does or everything the government puts their stamp on. I never have. We never will. It's not, we don't live in a Christian nation. Mm -hmm. and, and if you guys don't realize that, understand it, understand it now. This is a post-Christian world. Yeah, this is, this is We live in a right. society where we are a minority, and that's okay. I don't mind it. I don't mind challenges. Mm -hmm. I don't mind, man, the darker it is, the more the light shines. So I don't. I, I look at it and say, I don't mind it. But yeah. you can't put a simple comment even without Christians arguing about it. That's so right. I look at that kind of stuff. I'm just not interested. I'm just yeah. not interested in arguing. I'm not interested. I'm just not interested. Here's the thing also, Bill, about this is, is where you're talking about prioritizing the kingdom. There has to be choices that we make every day to make sure that we are choosing righteousness and we're choosing peace and we're choosing joy. And it reminds me of the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians 5. The, the fruits of the Spirit or the, or the things that happen when the Holy Spirit lives in me 
are they produce righteousness and peace and joy. And so if you don't know Jesus as your Savior, you're going to be frustrated in right. trying to produce righteousness, peace, and joy in your life. Well, there's a power that God has in your life. He right. gives you a supernatural right. ability to walk in righteousness, peace, and joy. But it is definitely choices we have to make. Right. When there's an opportunity for sin called a temptation, you have a choice either to engage in sin or say no to that sin. Right. You know, We have to make those choices on a daily basis all the time throughout right. the day. Right. When you make the choice for righteousness, for peace, for joy, for gentleness, for faithfulness, all that stuff, for self-control, you are you are operating in the kingdom way. Right. And that's a good way to live. Right. You are going to be blessed when you do that. Right. You know, and that's what we want. We want God's blessings. Right. You know, so I love that. Prioritize his kingdom. Make choices that go along with the kingdom of Christ. Right. You know? Right. No, yeah. I, I agree a hundred percent because you'll be the happiest. I mean, what I find is going with God's ways and he says, you know, uh, in all your ways, acknowledge me, yes. you know, trust the Lord with all your heart and all your ways, right. acknowledge me. I'll direct your paths there. I found this when you're, when you're doing the right thing, you tend to be happier. You do. When you have that, like, okay, I, I'm looking around to see God's hand. I'm looking around to see, okay, God, I see how you brought these people into my life. I see how you orchestrated this event. I see how you helped answer this prayer. It gives you a lot more confidence for living. It does. For Let real. me just say it like this. When you know you're in right relationships, you're happy. Right. How many of you, you know, when you walk into a room and you know there's a person that's against you? Right. It's like chaos in your mind. You right. know, you're, you're elephant in the room kind of thing, you know? Right. When you're wa walking in righteousness and you know that you're doing things and choosing God's way over anything else, you're at peace. Right. You're at peace. You're not at chaos in your mind. There's a re right relationship there. Right. You know, there's fellowship between you and God. And who doesn't want that? Right. You know? <laughs> so, right. No, I agree yeah. 100%. Yeah. And so that's one thing, you know, I look at life. If you're going to have life in balance, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and then all these things will be given you, all the things you're worried about, they'll all fall into place. If you have your, if you have God first, my vertical relationship is where it needs to be, then my horizontal relationships and all that stuff is going to tend to work out. Uh, love is another one, uh, Mark 12, uh, 30 through 31. And this is refocused mm -hmm. now. So seek first his mm -hmm. kingdom, love people. Uh, love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind and all your strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Uh, there is no commandment greater than these. It's true. Right. All of the law and prophets hang on these two things. Right. Right. Everything God has been trying to say up to this point hangs on that message. Right. Love I, each other. You it's know? A hard, it's yeah. a hard one in a lot of ways uh, from this perspective. Love is being unconditional. Love is sacrifice. Love is me doing what's best for you no matter what, no matter how I feel. Exactly. That clearly, I agree yeah. with that. So I always would think more of, well, listen, I can love everybody. It doesn't mean I have to have feelings for them. But then you get into First Peter where it says, love others fervently from your heart. And you realize that, yeah, but there, you can't erase the, you know, an emotional element from it. So, you know, I mean, you, you do really care about people. And I think that we yeah. should care about the lost world. I think that we should care about people that... Are, are kind of struggling. We should be caring about our friends. Yes. We should be caring about people who aren't really that nice to us. I mean, Absolutely. it's just like care about everybody. Again, and that's a challenge because we get aggravated. But again, we come back to choices we make. You know, can, I'm going to read something here real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not envious. It doesn't brag. It's not puffed up. It's not rude. It's not self-serving. It's not easily angered or resentful. It's not glad about injustice, something we witnessed just yesterday, you know, right. at the Capitol buildings. It doesn't rejoice 
uh, about injustices. It rejoices with truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love never fails. Right. That's what love looks like. Right. Biblical love. Right. We're choosing other people, their interest above ours. Right. We're choosing to look for their good above ours. Right. Love is awesome when it's fulfilled. When right. you feel loved, man, there's nothing like it. You know what I mean? I think to me, you know, it's seen in time. I think my wife too. Uh, you know, That's I would say, you know, she yeah. she wants my time and mm-hmm. If if I'm not if I'm distracted and with this you know doing a bunch of other stuff and I don't have time just for her you know I think she's going to feel that I think God you know my love for Him would be shown in giving Him some time praying about stuff and reading the Bible just trying to keep myself on the right track yeah, and absolutely. path and remind it and all that yeah. stuff and um, I read a great verse by the way I mean you talk about the power of just reading the, it was saying that the Lord's hand because uh, one of Job's friends was talking to him and mm-hmm. said you know yeah God can discipline a person and bring pain but God's also the hand that bandages wounds Amen. He, yeah. he's, he's also going to be, yeah, he, he might've had to hold you down a little bit cause you got out of control, but he's also going to be the one that picks you back up. And so that's kind of, I love that about God. Absolutely. You know, because that's man. kind of a true yeah. whole love. It's like, I, yeah, I'm going to speak the truth in love. Right. So God, uh, corrects us sometimes he reproves us that's what the scriptures say but he's doing it because he loves us right. and sometimes we have to do that for each other right you know we have to sit down with a person over a cup of coffee and say hey man you know i'm seeing this pattern in your life how, how can i help you you know and you, right. you, but you, it's you, not even that sometimes it's just spending time with your friend i think one yeah. of the the reasons that this whole COVID thing is is disastrous for relationships it, it really is yeah. we have we are not making time for people and there are people that we legit haven't seen in months. How in the world are you ever going to be as close to them as what you were before when you actually, when relationships are predicated upon, especially the close relationships are predicated upon spending time with people. Yeah, you're not spending time with people. It's going to take its toll, especially when your relationship was built upon spending time. Some people, you don't, you know, you only see them every five years or 10 years, you know, friends from college, live in mm-hmm. other countries, whatnot. Yeah, you're still friends and you contact each other once in a while, but your whole relationship's not predicated upon, right. yeah, we're together. But those relationships that are, no, they're built on time together. Like I yeah. know for me, my relationships that are built on time together. That's what's going to fuel them. Yep. It's time, it's time together. And if I don't get that time, I'm going to feel... I'm missing something. Yeah, I've heard it said before. The currency of love is time. Yeah. That's how you, the currency of love. You pay. Now, and for anybody that that love, it seems like this thing that you can't quite grasp biblically. For anybody that just heard me read that, it's 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. If you ever want to look through that verse that describes biblical love. Right. That's that's the passage right Right. there. You want to go to that and you want to get familiar with that. You know, so. No, I think 1 Corinthians 13 is a great one. Definitely. So I think, you know, as far as refocusing, you know, definitely seek versus kingdom and his righteousness, uh, loving God, loving other people and really working on that and serving is, is another huge one. It says in James 1, 26 and 27, those who consider themselves religious yet don't keep a tight rein on their tongues, deceive themselves and their religion is worthless. Religion that God, our father accepts as pure and flawless is this to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Absolutely. I, it's convicting, honestly. So the thing he starts off with is, if you think you're religious, watch how you speak. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, our tongues reveal our character. Right. I'm te- it's, it's so true. It's a principle in Scripture. You right. speak life and death, you right. know, with your tongue. Your tongue, out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. Right. 
you know, and so pay attention to how you're talking. Right. You, you might say that you know Jesus and you love him, and then you turn around and you talk. You talk a good talk, but you don't walk it. You know right. what I'm saying? So watch how, you, watch how you're talking. Watch how you're living. That'll show you. That'll right. show you. You know, right. it's, it's challenging, James, right. you know, that right. passage. No, yeah. I, I agree. But those, here's the first thing. Keep a tight rein on your tongue. You know, that's mm-hmm. true religion. Sometimes you just got to bite your tongue and don't say anything. And, and saying something that you're going to regret is going to be something that you're going to regret. Okay. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Know, but if you, yeah. if you consider yourself a religious person, a Christian believer, and you don't watch what you say, yeah. he no. said, your, your religion's worthless. It is. How about that? If you're, if you do not watch the things that you say, your religion is worthless. It, it, it's convicting. It, right. And later on in James, it talks about, you know, oh, this great ship controlled by this little rudder right you know we are the our bodies are the great ship our lives are the great ship controlled by the little rudder of our tongue right it's it's controlling the direction we're going i'm telling you we speak power we speak we can have the ability to speak life and death encouragement and peace you know or destruction and chaos right you know harsh words cause strife you know what i'm saying and i'm telling you there's a biblical element to speaking in our tongues that we should all pay attention to. Maybe right. that's the area we need to focus on the most this I, year. I, you know? <laughs> I think yeah. always, I, I think, you know, it doesn't matter. Like some of these patterns you're talking about, it could be patience. It could be really mm-hmm. loving people. It could be watching what you say there. You always need reminded of that. I think, I think so. You know, because sometimes yeah. what I found in life is you get a pretty good handle on something and then you go to work on another character flow in your life, perhaps, and try to make improvements. And then if you're not careful, you kind of, get some weeds growing in this other you got to kind of go yep. to that part of the your life and take care of yep. things set things right again and then yep. you're always going to be working i think he, it's just one of those things yeah. you're always going to work on hebrews 2 talks about the drift we we drift yeah. you know and and there is there's a constant tendency there's a song in an old hymn that said prone to wander lord i feel it i love that song. prone to leave the god i love yeah. you know we we all have that tendency right you know so that, speak that's an good words out of the out of the scripture to each other speak words of encouragement to each other uh last night at the prayer meeting we went through romans 15 the first seven verses of romans 15 you just preached on it on in october i think the 13th you you preached on that and the power of getting your encouragement and enduring patient strength through the word of God. You right. know, it's so important. If we're talking about refocus, we have to be talking about getting into the word of God. Right. On a daily basis, getting that consuming the word of God. It's going to heal us. It's going to help us. It's going to give us hope. I mean, those things come from the word of God. Right. Prayer, you mentioned it earlier. Seeking the Lord. That is something that has to be part of what we focus on and prioritize in right. 2021. Right. And we talked about righteousness. Every time I think of righteousness, I think of right relationships. Right. Making sure that we have right relationships going on. If you got somebody against you, you know, Matthew says, hey, don't even come to worship until you make that right. Right. Go and make it right with your brother. Right. You know, and and then come and, and offer up your your sacrifice or your gift there at right. the altar. You know, uh, it's so important, Bill. I, I I love this, and 
Honestly, I'm going to say this other thing. This is one area I am really missing. It says, religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless as this, to look after orphans and widows. And it reminds me of my nursing home ministry. Right. I am so brokenhearted that I can't, I can't get in there, you right. know, and I can't take care you of these will, people. I think you I, will see. Um, man, I would have, love that. Um, <clears throat> some of the nursing homes, I two of the ones that mm-hmm. I have friends that work there, all the residents are now vaccinated once. Oh, so man. they have to get the, their, the Pfizer vaccines at two steps. So they'll be in there. But I actually contacted one of our uh, pastors and said, are there any orphanages that we can support? Mm, because if question. you have, let's say, if Kwame Midakor in Togo, West Africa, he might know of an orphanage that needs support. It. Uh, the people down in uh, Honduras that we support, they may know of an orphanage that we can support. Because Great it says idea. here yeah. that we're to look out for orphans. Well, we don't have a lot of orphans in America that I know about. There's a foster care and people you know that, that that's huge in our county right now actually right. is the, the foster the need for fostering parents right well is, that could be something the lord touches your heart on because yeah. that but that's what it's talking about you know looking after mm-hmm. these people oh, but man. we don't know anyone like living on the street anyone just wandering around they don't have anywhere to live and you see him in jefferson sitting on a corner starving to death that we don't have you know in our in our world right now uh so supporting to me supporting a, a place in a world that is super poor that does have those conditions where they're desperate that would not be a bad play i'm, I'm i think i'm following this verse super proud there's a group in our in our oasis uh, meeting our prayer meeting here and there's a group of four to six of them or so that go to ashtabula um every thursday morning and they feed the homeless and they take care of the homeless because there's a group of homeless in ashtabula right right up here in our city you right. know right in our county um, so I don't know about orphans or anything like that, right. but there's still homeless no, there. Right. And you know, there could be some widows in there in distress and people in distress. I think that, you know, we're not limited to orphans and widows. That no, was, no, no, those were right. people in those days in distress. Mm-hmm. Whoever's in distress, God expects us to be helping people. Yes. And that's always a challenge to me, Matthew 25, sheep and goat judgments, you know, as much as you've done for the least of these brothers of mine, you've done it unto me. It's right. always been a challenge right. for me. Mm-hmm. Well, who can I help? You know, I know we have the vine food pantry. We can support that. Uh, there's compassion international. You can support children through that. That's a great organization yeah. uh, so there's that and that's compassion international i mean you can go under samaritan's mm-hmm. purse you can find them it's uh powerful just oh yeah powerful I stuff mean, and we support children through there mm-hmm. and uh, that's something to me is a worthwhile thing for my money to be going into to, to support a child somewhere in the world that doesn't have the things that we have but this is what we're encouraging you know refocus seek first his kingdom love others serve others and hope that you have a great and blessed and awesome week